Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. I'm enjoying chatting with Limerick man Tom English about his book. This is your Everest about the 1997 British and Irish Lions tour to South Africa, which became even more famous uh, through Living with Lions, that, that fly on the wall documentary uh, that Tom, you mentioned. And uh, I was saying earlier about the Wallace brothers. I mean, remarkable, mm. obviously, with strong Limerick connections, uh, Richie, Paul and David all played for the Lions. And maybe it gives some context to, we're scratching our heads here this week about Conor Murray going from a situation of being tour captain to not being in the first 15 for the first test this weekend. For Paul Wallace, it was the same kind of in reverse, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. I mean, you're talking about Paul Wallace coming in, obviously, as I say, with massive Limerick connections and replacing Peter Claus, the Limerick man. Um, and, you know... In the book, Keith Wood tells us, I think it's a fantastic story, about the day that Peter Clossy, uh got injured and had to leave the tour. And it was literally in the first training session that he got injured, uh, before he ever left for South Africa. And he was, uh, Peter was utterly distraught. I mean, in tears, Keith Wood went into his, into his room in the hotel and couldn't believe how obsessed Peter was. And he'd known Peter for a long time at that stage, and he'd never seen him this way. And this is what the Lions uh, does to you. I mean, what it means to these guys. Um, they, you know, international rugby is, is, is the pinnacle for a lot of them. But for a lot of others, it's, it's the Lions. It's the highest of the high. And when Peter had to leave that tour, he was, he, was com- he was completely and utterly devastated. It was a sad moment for him because I think he would have done very well. It, just, his body just wasn't in good enough shape, bad timing. But his loss was Paul Wallace's gain. And Paul Wallace became a, an icon of the Lions on that tour. You know, he was up against a monstrous, monstrous South African front row. Then as now, they're down through the ages, Joe, the South Africans don't get any smaller. <laughs> um, so they're, they're, back in 97, they were, it was the biggest front row probably ever to set foot on a rugby pitch. And Paul Wallace was a small man. Yeah. And Keith Wood was massive. And Tom Smith, the other member of the front row, was a small man. And yet they were heroic, utterly, utterly heroic against this this behemoth front row from South Africa. I mean, Keith Wood is one of the heroes of the book. You know, he, he's a very, very funny man, a very intelligent man. Um, I mean, I, I, I come from a, 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 on the male side of the English family, Joe. I come from a long line of very, very impressive swearers. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm doing my best to carry the torch forward into the future. But, <laughs> but, but, Keith, but Keith Wood is right up there with one of, with the all-time great swearers. And he does it in such a funny way as well. He's a brilliant character. Yeah. And, of course, you were doing a lot of these interviews on Zoom because you were writing it yeah. through the pandemic and, and all of that. But one of the things that I loved but also annoyed me about your book was you didn't allow me to consider the panto villains I used to consider, Martin Johnson being a great <laughs> example. I mean, I, I ended up, and it really frustrated me by the end of your book, quite liking Martin Johnson. <laughs> well, do you know what? I had never spoken to Martin Johnson before this book, and I got his phone number, I texted him, and he came back to me straight away, which surprised me, uh, because normally with these big names, you have to chase them for ages and ages. Literally within 10 minutes, he texted me back, saying, yeah, no problem, when do you want to talk? So we talked, we, we spoke a couple of days later and I had over three hours on the phone with him and 
Every, and just as you said, every uh, preconceived notion that I had about Martin Johnson as this big, snarling, intimidating Englishman just evaporated within minutes. He couldn't have been nicer. He couldn't have been funnier. His public perception is completely at odds with the man. He's a very, very funny guy. Um, and I loved him to bits, actually. And we've been in touch a couple of times since. And uh, thankfully, he had, he, we sent him the book. And you kind of you kind of get a little bit anxious when you start sending out the book to the people involved, and you think, oh, uh, I hope they like it because you really don't want to get on the wrong side no. of Martin Johnson. No, yeah. no. Um, but he came back with a with a, myself and Pete Burns co-author, and um, and Martin Johnson had a had a big Zoom session there a while back, and and he really loved the book. So. That was a relief. Of course, <laughs> big, of course, surprise. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised because it just brilliantly captures it. You took a risk because people think they know that tour inside out, uh, but you added so much to it, especially from the South African perspective. Um, finally, how do you think this modern test series will go, the Lions versus South Africa? Oh, it's, so, it's, it's so hard to predict it, Joe. I mean, this Lions team, the 15 that Gatland has chosen, have never played together. Um, there's all sorts of combinations that haven't played together on the tour. I think he's gone for it. I think he's been aggressive in his in his team selection. There's a couple of surprises, but you know Gatlin was always going to spring a few surprises. He's always done that throughout, down through the ages, even when he was Ireland coach. Um, but the South African side, they look massive. They look they look incredibly dynamic behind the scrum. I think if the, I think if the Lions don't win the first test on Saturday, it could it could well be three 0 I think the first one will determine what happens. They have to win the first test. I think if they lose the first test, it could be curtains. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much for taking the time to talk. It's a fantastic book. You and Pete Burns should be very proud of it. And I'd also recommend No Borders, which you've written, and uh, other Lions tours, the 71 tour with Pete Burns, and your own fantastic book on the famous Calcutta match as well uh, between uh, England and Scotland. Um, So thank you very much for talking to us this morning. We wish the Lions well. And one other thing that the book emphasises are the ongoing connections between Munster and South African rugby. There's a lot of them. Thank you, Tom English. Call Limerick today now on 461995.